You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Welcome back to Ice Cold Takes with the Boys in Blue. Today we're joined by Reno D'Agostini, a diehard Devils fan, and we're going to talk about rookies Jack Hughes and Capo Caco, legends Martin Brodeur and Henrik Lundqvist, and the general direction of both teams' rebuilds. All right. First topic we want to talk about is the direction of both teams, the Rangers and the Devils. Obviously, both teams are going through rebuilds right now. Uh, some are <clears throat> the Rangers uh, are done with their rebuild and they're just uh, waiting for their guys to develop. The Devils, on the other hand, I don't know what they're doing. Got rid of all their defensemen last year. You guys traded Vontanen, right? Vontanen. Yeah, we just traded Vontanen. Yeah, uh, Butcher though. I like Butcher a lot. Butcher's good. He won the uh, Obi Baker actually. I don't know if you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, that. he did. Yeah. He went yeah, to he's... college. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what college he went to, but he went to he got won the Hobie Baker. Um, we traded Santini away for the Subban trade. Yeah. Um, but we do have a lot of up and coming defensemen, I think. Like who? And the likes of Ty Smith and Kevin Ball. Uh, Kevin Ball, we got out of the trade with Hall. He plays in the OHL, I want to say, okay. for the Ottawa Sixty Sevens, and. The past two years in the 2018-2019 season, he's had 34 points in 68 games, and he's a plus 50. And Damn. in the 1920 season, he had 31 points in 54 games, and he's a plus 40. And Holy he's like crap. six plus seven, I want to say. So he's looking pretty promising. He was partners with Ty Smith and the World Juniors on the same line for that Canadian team. And then Ty Smith, on the other hand, he was – was he like the WHL defensive MVP or something like that? So we have good things in our decor so far. I like yeah. Blackwood a lot. But none of that matters though, because you're all a Mickey Mouse organization. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, we hired Lindy Ruff. Oh my God. Dude, wait. Can you, can <laughs> yeah. you please, from a devil's perspective, can you please tell me why Lindy Ruff was hired as your head coach? I really, well, what I think was. They interviewed Laviolette and what's his name from the Knights? Gallant. Gerard Gallant. Gallant. They interviewed both of him. I think Gallant didn't want it, and then Laviolette wanted too much money. So they landed at Ruff, and I don't know if that's the best idea. He had like a few good seasons with the Sabres back in the day. Joey and I are very like harsh on him. We hate him so much, and we think he's the reason why Truba has sucked last year. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, dude. But other guys like Fox like flourished last year, so I don't know what to make of that. That's true. But literally every guy that was under him, like McDonough and Shattenkirk and Truba, they all sucked once he came to the Rangers. <laughs> well, D'Angelo played pretty good last year too. Right? Well, yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I don't know, but then we have we had Nazardine as our interim. 
he was just announced he's staying as an assistant head coach today. I want to oh, say okay. they fired their goalie coach. They fired a few other assistants. Um, but Nazardine, I think he did a good job last season when he came in for uh, John Hines. Fair. Had a winning record, I'm pretty sure, at the end of the season. And Dude, John Hines might be one of the ugliest coaches in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I always say he looks like a nematode, bro. <laughs> He's coach, of the, he's coach of the Predators now? Predators, yep. Predators yeah. hire them. That's yeah, a I mean, failing organization alone, though. Oh, dude. I I, they they got to blow it up soon, that team. Yeah. yeah. Time's a ticking. Dude, I'm telling you, I feel like they wasted 15 years of Barry Trotz. Like, they literally just – like, he, after he no, left really? there – You don't dude, say. He's had so much success after he's left, it's, like, insane. And everyone now sees how good of a coach he is. And yeah. he just couldn't get it done with Nashville. I don't know if it's the organization there. But um, but I don't know. I think the Rangers are a lot a lot uh, more ahead in the terms of the rebuild. Like the Devils kind of – I don't know. The Devils kind of have just been in a perpetual rebuild ever since they lost in the finals. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's just like – the thing about that, the, the, way, the way I commend the Rangers for it is because – they just went full out. Like, I feel like the Devils never did that. They never no. they never just got rid of everyone and had, yep. like, a clean slate. And I think that's the only way you can do it. And you right. see that with the Rangers. Like, the, the fact that we literally cleaned house and got everyone out of there and ch- try to just, like, get the young guys and start a new core is the only reason we're being successful now. By everybody, I we literally mean that – Everyone no, yeah, yeah, gone. exactly. Yeah, no, yep. there was no exceptions. Like no, like fan discount for Zuccarello. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing for Hayes except for like, Stahl, because you know he's such a great hockey player that we. Well, I think we kept Stahl because <laughs> at this point in his career, you could give him, you could get a puck back for him. That's it. <laughs> yeah, or his, his missing eyeball. Or, or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is like the Devils' second rebuild now. Like after they went to the Cup final, they got like people like some Michael Ryder, Ryan Klo, and they were just terrible back then. Like, it's crazy to me to think that they have a worse record now than they did back then because their team was just so much worse, I feel. Yeah, no, that's very true. They, <laughs> held, they held on to everyone. Like, they, had, I think they still it's have Shane Jack and they still have Palmieri. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Corey Schneider. Schneider fell off a cliff. Can you yeah, tell me? I think the only reason why the Devils played good was, like, actually – had chances to make it to the playoffs with like Ryder and Claw was because Schneider was playing pretty good. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But he screwed him in the long run because maybe they could have gotten McDavid <laughs> or something. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> no, dude, Schneider, before he got to the Devils, he was like one of the best. Like he was a yeah. very good goalie in the NHL. Yeah, and I get yeah. he had, he had a couple good seasons with you guys. And then it was yeah. just like, he got hurt. He was times. very close to overtaking Roberto Luongo's spot in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, he's he forced Brodeur out of the NHL, yeah, literally, and then he turns out to be nothing, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and Bo Horvat is tearing it up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, holy crap, dude! I've I've watched him this this playoffs. He's he was insane. Yeah, he's really good. I, me and Joey were looking at the two clips. Literally, he scored two goals like back to back games that were just like identical. Like identical it was like toe drag moves. Yeah, right? yeah, the same exact toe drag. Like really? bot, he he like split the split the defenseman both times and just like top chop cheese every time. It was crazy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the, like the, the shot was a little doing. different, but the the move he put on the defender was yeah pretty much the same. 
but speaking of rebuilds, I mean, we, we both uh, got the first and second picks last year, respectively. Yeah. Um, Devils decided to pick Hughes, which was pretty much a consensus first overall, which yeah. left the Rangers with Kako. Um, I don't think Hughes was happy about that. Really? No, you didn't see his face when, when they uh, announced the lottery. He wasn't I mean, happy about the Devils? Yeah, I think he made a face. I mean, like, th- think about it, though. Like, would you rather go to stinky Newark or, like, <laughs> yeah. or like the, the great, the biggest city the in the world? Like, like, literally just... I live in New Jersey. But and... a lot more pressure on Kako. Okay, very true. Things. Very true. And you could see it took a toll on him, obviously, because yep. he's freaking... One, uh, statistically probably the worst forward in the NHL last season <laughs> no, like actually like not even sugarcoating it like he probably was the worst forward in the NHL yeah it's uh I mean Jack Hughes the same they both I don't know had a lot had a lot of gas around them I guess but yeah. didn't really play to their abilities I feel I- if you look at their stats, though, they're they're like identical. Identical, dude. Same, I was looking yeah. at them. Yeah, it's they're crazy. The same amount of points, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, well two Hughes points. Has, yeah, Hughes has two, two point less difference. points. They both have minus twenty six. Minus twenty six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About sixty games each. Kako played five more games, so it's like. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I mean, with Hughes, I feel like. It's just his his size just just took the better of him this this year. Yeah. Um. And he just wasn't physically there. And I nah. think that's why everyone thought Kako was going to be a more immediate player. Yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, just because he had he looked that more size. NHL ready. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And he's and he been played, playing with he, guys. Yeah. Right. He was playing with adults like for the past two years before yeah. that. Those European leagues are no joke. No. Yeah, exactly. And that's why everyone thought Kako was going to come in and tear it up. Um, and it ended up not happening. Yeah, I remember people were predicting him to have like 45, 50 points pushing for rookie of the year. And yeah, yeah. He had I half that amount. Yeah. I don't know Kako. I know in Kako's situation, he was playing hockey like nonstop for the past two years. Bef- like b- before his draft year, it was just like nonstop hockey. Um, I don't know if it's the same with Hughes because he was on US NTDP, which is a little different. Yeah. But- um, a lot of people are saying now that Kako had that break, the, like the COVID break, whatever, he's going to come back and just like tear it up. And we saw that in the playoffs. Like he came back and he was probably the best forward on the Rangers, honestly. Yeah, he, yeah he, he gave Panarin a run for his money. Dude, Panarin did not play good at all. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Panarin. He didn't show up. I think I mean, it was just tough for everyone, honestly, having no. that break and then trying to come back. Yeah, that's fair. You can't yeah, really yeah, you know, can't put it on. Yeah, which the, devil, which the Devils didn't have to do because they didn't make it. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, One of the seven worst teams in the NHL. No biggie, bro. No biggie. Yeah. We're going to make a 2014 playoff. <laughs> That's how it goes, bro. But I don't know. What do you think Hughes is going to do next year? Uh, see, I'm hopeful for Hughes at the same time because you watch his brother play now and he's sick. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Quinn Hughes insane. is insane. Insane. The way he can move and stuff. And I see – I saw glimpses of it in Jack. You could see that he sees the ice, mm-hmm. like, in a different manner than, like, some kind of, like, third-line player. You can see he's – he can slow it down maybe or something. And plus, I'm faithful because there's been other, like, first overall draft picks that didn't pan out in the rookie yeah. seasons. Uh, I have stats on Joe Thornton. He had seven points in 55 games wow. in oh, his really? rookie season. I didn't yeah. know that. And yeah. look at his the career he had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then also LeCavalier, 
with mm-hmm. the Lightning had 28 points in 82 games. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And ended up winning a cup. He was one of my favorite players to watch, honestly, back in the day. was Vin LeCavalier. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's still hope yeah, for both. Yeah, was good. Until he got shipped over to Philly and he played, like, fourth-line yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with both of them, there's still a lot of promise. They're, they're 18, 19 now, maybe. I mean, I couldn't imagine having to play – at that level. Oh, I'm yeah, 21 now. Three years ago, bro. That's insane. Dude, ACHA hockey not not yeah. not up there, bro. <laughs> no. no, so they're 18-year-olds playing against grown-ass men. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no. It, that's a thing. That's totally true, and that's why I I I'm not afraid at all about like picking Kako second overall. I mean, I guess y- your your decision was a little tougher than ours is because it's like whichever guy you pick, whichever guy you don't pick is going to go to your probably your biggest yeah, rival. rival. And if that player like, like ends up like panning out much better than your player, like yeah, it's just yeah. going to, you're, you're just going to look like a fool. Yeah. The end of it. yeah. See, that's, that's why I think the Rangers are put in a good spot where they had second. And it was like, yeah. these two guys can either go first. Like it, it was like kind of in the, in the air and like just picking the guy that they don't pick is like such an easy job for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. They really got put in a better situation if Kako pans out better. <laughs> I wasn't mad at all when when uh, the Rangers ended up with the second pick rather than oh, the first. Oh yeah, I was just did. happy that we didn't get the third. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. I remember watching that. I Kirby was like, Doc just... is a good player, but nowhere on the level of these two guys. Though. Right. Yeah. At the time of drafting, it was just it was like Hughes and Kako, and then the next tier of players. Yeah. Was uh, yeah, Kirby literally. Doc. Turcotte, yes. all those guys. Yeah, Hughes and Kako and then everyone else, literally, yeah. Yep. See, I'm worried about one of those players being better <laughs> than both of them, honestly, because Dude. even in Heischer's draft, like, you got Heiskanen that's probably playing better than any of them. Yeah. Wait, Cam McCarr was in that draft, too. Oh, yeah. Well, and don't forget there? about my favorite player, Elias Pedersen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. all these yeah. players – <laughs> and, and, and the stud, Leas Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> five points in his HV71 game. Dude, let's not bring him up again. We don't want to get heated again, please. <laughs> so all those players might be, have more talent and skill than Nico did, but Dude. they also have better teams around them. So No, that's very true. And honestly, I'm, I like Heashier's game. Yeah, like, he's good. I, watch I think he's plays. very underrated, though. He's super underrated, and I think that if he's surrounded with a good group of guys, like yeah. his hockey sense and the way he plays, like he's a he's a very like hard to come by center. Like the way he yeah, plays definitely. the game. So like I think you guys got a really good player in that, and I wouldn't be like too afraid of other players being better now. Yeah, um, especially because you see all those players are on pretty much contending teams right now, like Vancouver, yeah, sure. Colorado, Bars. like. Yeah, stars. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. Yeah, that's true. He's locked up. He sure, right? Eight year deal, I think. Jeez, how much are you paying him? I want to say it's around six to eight million. All right, not bad. You. So <laughs> we've been talking about our future, um, but if you look at our past, we got two Hall of Fame goaltenders in our organizations, and the likes of Brodor and Lundqvist. Um, I know this might get a little heated between you guys, but um, uh, what do you think, Reno? I think uh was the <laughs> better goalie hands down. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's really an argument. 
I'll just he just said straight off the bat, like, no, I'm not even listening to you, like, bro. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I, I, I'll just I'll read the stats for these guys. All right, <laughs> all right let's hear it. Let's all right, hear. I got them all queued up. All right, so bro, door, he had 12 66 games played, uh, 691 wins, 397 losses, a 2.24 goals against average, uh, 0.912 save percentage. He's a four time Vezina winner, he has the Calder, and he's a three time Stanley Cup winner. <laughs> Lundqvist, on the other hand, he has 867 games played, 459 wins, 310 losses, a 2.43 goals against average, a .918 save percentage, and he won the Vezina once. I mean yeah, – Okay, he should have had it twice in 12-13, but Bobrovsky stole the show, but whatever. Okay, potentially, yeah. But I don't think there's really an argument. I mean, the only oh. thing that I see that Lundqvist has um, – Brodeur maybe is that he was drafted 205th overall, which is like some kind of underdog story. But I don't know. The stats don't lie. Three cups. Maybe he has a better team around him for a majority of it. Probably one of the best defensive cores ever in the NHL, I'd say. That's the the whole argument against it, though, is that literally, like, the trap. Like, literally, that's it. I could have put a broom in that, in the devil's net in the 90s, and the broom would have stopped the puck every time. (laughs) Literally. It wouldn't have – no, 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 I correct it. It wouldn't need to stop the puck because Scott Stevens would just lay you out and (laughs) kill you. It wouldn't wouldn't need to happen. Lundqvist, on the other hand, has to has to deal with his team not scoring on the power play or even strength. They're giving up all these shots. Pucks going in off his defenseman's skate or stick. Tips in front. Right. And he was able to pull, pull out uh, 400 – what is it? 400-some wins? 459. 459. I'll tell you right now, the, the moment I lost respect for Brodeur was that – um, there's a, there's like plenty of things I could say right now, but the one I'm going to, to point at is remember we played that stadium series against the, against the Devils. The Rangers played the Devils, and Brodor comes out in the pregame skate at the interview, and it was like, yeah, like the, this ice feels really amazing. Like the NHL did a really great job. Um, like I, I'm really feel good out here. Then after the game, Rangers beat them seven two, mind you. <laughs> he comes out. And the press conference, and he's like, bro, that ice sucked. Like, I had, no, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, it was just so choppy. Like, the sun was in my face. I'm like, dude, come on. You just lost fair and square, and, like, now you're going to make excuses for your game? Like, dude, shut up. Yeah. I just think with the whole Schneider thing, Brodor ended up getting screwed in the end of his career. No, I feel really bad for him what happened. Especially yeah, the way the Devils handled that situation, and that's what I'm scared with Longquist. I don't want the the Rangers to handle this situation the same way that they handled the Brodeur situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because what they did to him, exactly. Yeah. Like these guys were literally like the cornerstone of your franchise <laughs> for what, like fifteen, twenty years, and yeah, you're just gonna like, like, nah, we got a, we got another guy now. Like, yeah, they're just gonna push him aside. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I think, dude. But Brodeur, he he does have. Uh, what he is played he, second, longer second than Longquist too. What over oh, twenty years? One. Oh, he's number one. Yeah, yeah. So he has the most one, wins. Yeah, most wins, but like he yeah. also has the most losses too. So <laughs> I don't. Know. Does I say the neutral zone? He has the most losses, and yeah, as an it's pretty BS. Yeah, really. yeah, he he played four hundred more games than Longquist. Like that's a lot. You yeah. know when Brodor first started playing, 
his rookie year was the last time the Rangers won the cup, which is in 93, 94. He was his first like real season. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. He yeah, was his first full season. He was a but rookie. he won the Calder. <laughs> Did win the Calder. <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> put your stats away, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's my know. boy. You can't I... say it, though. I don't. I, I also just like when I watched Brodeur, I didn't watch Brodeur play for a long time, obviously, because I wasn't around for that yeah. long. But the, like the, the years that I did watch him play is just like so much different than any other goaltender. Like he still kind of played like that standout position. Yeah. That you don't see at all anymore. Yeah. No he would make like, like some ridiculous saves every game, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like every the one goalie. save he had on Gabrick in the playoffs. Oh um, my God, bro. I remember I that. It, he he saved it with like the back of his heel. He like, did like a like a dolphin dive. Oh yeah, like skates came. Yeah, up and he flipped him. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like scorpion bit. Yeah, that okay, got okay. me yeah, so yeah. pissed because I don't remember the situation, but it, it was a pretty big situation. I think we definitely, was on we a definitely needed that goal. Oh yeah, for sure. And oh my god, I oh, really <laughs> relive, relive Come on, memory. you had forty of those in oh. the regular season. Why couldn't you put it in there? Dude, that hurts. All right, I can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't, I, don't, win the I, cup don't, anyway. I don't know you know what <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's true you guys <laughs> um but um devils the devils and and when when did they make the hall trade hall and suit it was hall december trade? hall trade was december 16th 2019 i want to say okay the yeah like oh yeah, yeah when they traded yeah. him away yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um December 16, I, 2019. I still do not understand how you managed to get Hall. For Larson? Yeah, I don't know dude, either. Peter Shirelli like, was an idiot. It was literally like yeah, I don't get how that happens. You it's know, literally clear as day that Adam Larson is not at worth, all like yeah. Hall. Calvary. I'll never I'll never forget no. that trade because it happened in the span of like it was the the Weber for Subban oh, trade yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Stamkos re-signing signed, yep. and oh. then that trade I don't know what the <laughs> order was but I was in Arkansas because I had uh my Taekwondo world championships and it's in Little Rock for whatever reason okay. at the time okay. so I was sitting in a restaurant and I just kept getting these notifications like all right breaking news Stamkos is back in uh Tampa Bay and yeah. all the Toronto fans were upset and then I see this trade, Weber for Subban straight up. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why would Montreal trade that. Subban? He's good. Yep. And Nashville, you're giving up your captain? Yep. And then this trade, I'm, I'm like looking at it. I'm scratching cake, right? my head. I'm like, Adam Larson isn't good? <laughs> yeah. How did he – how did that happen? <laughs> I don't – I don't remember what Edmonton's decor was looking like at the time, so – I don't know. No, it was looking very bad. That's why it was looking it very was bad. Looking yeah. Atrocious, dude. They they were loaded up front and they had nothing in the back. They end. needed to trade one of those guys that they had. Hall was not the guy that they needed to get. Okay, rid of. fair. No. I agree with that. But also, like, if I'm gonna trade you pretty much one of my top overall picks, I need a, a defenseman that can actually like play for me, right? Like, I'm not gonna yeah. like Larson wasn't even playing in the nhl that frequently at that point no. was he yeah like he was a prospect and you're trading like this premier goal scorer who's yep. turned out to be for literally a player that's like you don't know if he's gonna pan out or not i don't know how you guys got away with that the rangers can never get away with a trade like that no um, like even i'm looking at larson's last season's stats with the Dells. he had it was 2015 2016 he had 82 games played 
and just 18 points. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was his plus so, minus? All 82 He games. was a plus 15. Yeah, okay. He played all That's 82 It's not games. a bad season. He, no, his yeah, season with bad. Edmonton, the 29 to 2020, is he had Uh-oh. 49 games and six points, and he was a zero. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, How many penalty minutes? He had 35 pims. That's not, not too bad. bad. I mean – not too bad. Not too bad. But I mean, but like, if if I'm gonna trade Hall, I want a first line defenseman. I want a first line defenseman. That's that is proven. not worth it. Yeah, yeah, you're you're giving up 20, 25, 30 goal seasons for. Uh, yeah, MV, You're giving up an MVP. A top six. Literally. Yeah, an MVP for yeah. top six defenseman. Yeah, at best. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they should have been involved with like the Shea Weber PK trade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's that would have made a lot up. more sense. Dude, it was funny that day you brought that up when all those three like trades and signings happened. Yeah, I think Matt Martin. So I, I was at a Matt Martin hockey camp as one of the coaches, and I remember I think Martin he was on the Islanders, and this whole camp was in Long Island, and I think he signed with Toronto that year, and it was like all this stuff was happening, and then Matt Martin signs for Toronto, and like nobody says anything because it's like Matt Martin, and no one cares. <laughs> but i remember all the kids at the camp like would obviously like matt martin or whatever and they were like yo don't tell any of the kids that he signed for toronto like don't bring it up they're gonna be all pissed and then it just like someone happened to say it and then like all the kids like bombarded him one time and were like oh my god did you go to toronto and he had to like he had to like sit them down and like talk to them about like how like the nhl works and like how he like how it wasn't working out and stuff like that i was like dude why are you doing this right now (laughs) that's bloody he was crying to them (laughs) he's like i really love it here but like they miss him so much the islanders traded for him again oh yeah Yeah, going back exactly yep that's funny but on the other hand, I'm pretty happy that Devils got rid of Hall. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what do you think of that return? I, I kind of like it. I do. They got a lot. He was on his – for a guy who's on his last year of his contract to not, like, guarantee that he's going to resign. They got – so they traded Hall and Blake Spears, which Blake Spears is really a no one. I don't think he's ever going to make it. For a kid named Nate Chenard, the Nicholas Merkley, that Kevin Ball defense that I was talking to you about. Yeah, a first round pick in 2020, which is I think it's the 18th, and then uh, a conditional third round pick in 2021. Not bad. I mean, like, especially for a guy like for a guy that's like his contract's ending. You don't know if he's gonna sign with your team. I feel like, yeah, any I don't think he would have. Yeah, a, yeah, I don't think lot. he would have signed with the Devils first off. But then in terms of like other teams looking uh, for. Hall, I wouldn't give up too much for a guy that you don't know if he's going to stay next year. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, they I could like, see him oh. signing in, in uh, Arizona now yeah, that they've okay, made the play- okay. they have cast They have a lot of good players on right, their team. Right, but like re- regardless, like like Arizona didn't know where their team was going to be headed, right? I mean, they yeah. had an idea, but like you don't know. And like to give up pretty much six prospects, what is that, five, six prospects, is pr- yeah. a pretty big return, I feel like, especially for a Devils team that's wants to rebuild, wants to do that full rebuild. Like, I think that's not a bad return, honestly. Yeah, now, granted, I don't know much about those prospects. Like, they they didn't stand out to me. Mercury, right. because his brother, I think, was a draft pick last year. Yeah. The year before. Berkeley Rock. came to Binghamton. He had 18 points and 28 in the AHL. And then he made four games appearances for the Devils. And he had two points in them, a goal and assist. So not too bad. I, I, the way he played, I liked him a lot, honestly. He was looking good. 
the other people haven't played yet. But when I was watching Hall, like the after game interviews when he was when the Dells were losing a lot and stuff, he just didn't look like he wanted to be there. It, I feel like it was almost a room cancer situation because he left and then the Devils started winning. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like yeah. he won. He won the heart that season and acted like he was too good for everyone, which, I mean, fair he is, but you can't <laughs> act like that. No, nah, you're Your right. team will start to hate you, and they started winning without him, without a guy who had – I think he had like 200 I – mean, I got to say, he had 208 points in 211 games with the Devils. Wow. And without him, the Devils were winning. Yeah, you're right. I remember that too. Right. You guys went on like an eight-game win streak or something that, that – Yeah, exactly. Lost. Yeah. Um, so now we got even more prospects for him. And, yeah, I'm happy he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still got Subban, though. What do you think is going to happen with him? Oh, man, bro. I don't even know. But what's your, wait, what's your with. take on him? I want to know. I didn't want him to begin with. That, that playoffs <laughs> before they got him, so the 2019 playoffs, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the 2019 playoffs. I was watching him on the Predators. He was getting whipped and whipped and whipped. <laughs> and I went to the beach with my one friend that's a Devils fan. And I'm like, dude, I'm watching Subban, and the guy sucks. I always hear people talk about how great he is, and he gets whipped every play. He has no defensive capability. He'd probably be better as a forward. And then, like, a few – like, a week later, I'm not even joking, uh, they announced the trade. <laughs> like, I heard the rumors. I heard the rumors walking around. I heard he was either going to the Devils or the Leafs. The Leafs ended up starting to trend on Twitter, so I'm like, oh, my God, he went to the Leafs. Thank God that he got to <laughs> the Devils. And he continued playing bad. I have his stats for last, e- last season. He had 68 games played. He had seven goals, 11 assists for 18 points, and he was a minus 21. Yeah, no, you, that can't be. That's, I mean, especially he prides himself on being an offensive defenseman too. Yeah, exactly. So and if you're going to be just... a minus 21, at least put up 30, 40 points. Yeah, fair. Which he, he was he was putting up he put up sixty one year in Montreal. He was good. I think he's I think he's eight. I don't know how old he is now, but he's he's definitely not the same player that he was. Oh yeah, not was. at all. You'd see, not like at all. his best years were like like his first couple years were in Montreal, like his rookie year, and then twenty thirteen fourteen. Yeah, that that was a good year for him. Yeah, fourteen fifteen. He had sixty. His 2012-2013 season is the season he won the Norris in, and he had 38 points in 42 games. Oh How do you gosh. win the Norris wow. with 42 games played? That's kind of crazy. Uh, that was no, because season. it was the lockout. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, wait, yeah, that that's was actually retarded season. then. That's yeah, actually 38 insane points in season. That's games. Yeah. 38, yeah, that's insane. Four points off a point per game. Wait, that's how I heard of yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah. For a defenseman? That's I mean, their team was kind of rolling then, like, to be fair. Montreal was a very good team then. But I don't. Just I don't starting know. to be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too. I, I was never high on him, and I, dude, I don't know why. I see those videos he puts on Instagram where he's like skating through like cones and stuff like that. His stride I've, is horrible, dude. I've never seen a player skate like that in my he's, life. He has the worst stride. It's like, like it's like so choppy and like yeah. quick. I don't know. It, uh, no, it it's looks terrible. Like he's like running. When know. you go to a Devils game, like in real life, you could really see how bad his stride is. It's so funny. <laughs> He's one of those players that, like, I mean, we've we've had kids on the team like this before, where they look like they're moving fast, but they're not because they're moving <laughs> yes. their body so quick and stuff. Is he a bender? He's obviously not a bender. I mean, he's played ten years. <laughs> <in the NHL>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, we've had kids like this where they look like they're going and stuff, and then you realize that they're not going anywhere. That's exactly how he plays. He looks like he's doing something. He's a very, like, dramatic player or something. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's standing out on the ice. He does something that makes him look like he's making big plays, but he's not doing anything. That's a slap shot. He's got a cannon. Yeah, he really does. You can't argue with that. But that's actually that's a good point you bring up where it's like they look like they're going fast, but they're not. I feel like yeah. a lot of goalies nowadays, like the, their whole mindset behind it is like to be like like slow in net. Not not like slow, but just like nonchalantly moving around, yeah. right? And I, I think Brodeur did that kind of good, but and I think Lundqvist is the complete opposite of that. Like every time I watch Lundqvist play, he looks frantic in net, right? Yeah, like, he, he does. He looks like he's doing literally everything possible to save the puck. And then you look at guys like Vasilevsky, like a lot of the younger guys, a lot of the younger goalies coming up, and they look like they're not even trying. It's like yeah. it's like a cross-crease save, like extremely hard, and it's just like they push off and just like, yeah, yeah whatever. Like, That's I'll how I feel about it. They, they got long legs, those guys. Yeah. yeah, well, Vasilevsky's like, what, 6'5 or something? Yeah, big cat, baby. Time. But yeah, uh, that's how I feel about Quick, too. Quick was always moving around, like, frantically. Yeah. saving everything yep. those couple of years. You couldn't – when, couldn't when Quick was at his best, you couldn't score uh, on the ice. Like, oh, yeah. You had no. to, you'd have to roof it. I remember oh, yeah. people saying, like, yeah, you got to you gotta raise your shots. He yeah, was so when fast the on the ice. Finals. Yeah, yeah, he his, was so his, fast. His legs are way too quick. No his pun side to side was crazy. Yeah, straight up. He was like the fastest goalie side to side I've ever seen. But yeah, yeah I guess uh, most of the goalies now, yeah, they have a more cool, calm and collective, like, yeah, sort of view. That's like, like even just... when I watch Blackwood and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Blackwood and Shesterkin, like, he prides himself on being, where everyone prides him on being just like calm and that. Like, yeah, their movements are more him. like controlled. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, Instead I of just like it. throwing yourself at literally yeah, everything you the, see. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. In, in the big playoff games, like, I remember. Uh, game seven against Pittsburgh. Okay. Said, yeah. Like when Lunk was, I think he stopped like 40. No, uh-huh. it was 35 because it's that stat where every May 13th, he'd have 35 oh, saves yeah. in a game yeah. seven win. Lunk was appreciation day, baby. Lunk was appreciation <laughs> He day, had the May same 13th. stats on each one of those days after consecutive years. <laughs> My brother sent like, me really? that tweet. That's like, the, like back in 2015, whenever it happened, it's like, all right, May 13th, 35 saves. Rangers win game seven. Yep. 35 saves. Rangers win game seven. That's yeah. funny. And yeah, but like that game, he was like, he was coming out in front of the net. Like, he was, he was challenging. Like, he was moving all over the place. Yeah, May, I'm looking at it right now. May 13th, 2013. Game seven, five nothing caps. Five nothing against the caps. 35 saves. May 13th, 2014. Game seven, two one win against Pitt. 35 saves. May 13, 2015, game seven, two on win versus Cavs, 35 saves. Crazy. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't know that. Sad. Those are but crazy, would, crazy. Back to the Subban, the Devils lost. Steve Santini, who I think he played two games maybe with the yeah, Predators. He's nothing. I don't, I don't so I don't really care. Jeremy Davies, I don't even think he played a game for the Devils. They lost a second round pick in 2019. Uh, I don't know who the Predators got for that and the second round pick in 2020. Yeah, I mean, considering what you gave up, I feel like it wasn't a terrible trade. It's not a terrible trade, but even though he performing, yeah, even though he ha- hasn't panned out, but like I don't see him. But you're moving. taking on the full salary, right? I don't think we're paying his full salary. No, no, I don't think so. Hmm. I think Nashville might be playing paying some of it still. I'm not sure about that though. Oh, but the Devils um, have like 
the most cap space still in the league, I think, or one of the. Oh my God, he has a nine million dollar cap hit. Yeah, yeah that's Jesus ugly. Christ. When does that run out? 2021, 2022. Oh man, that's another two years. Yeah, you gotta live with that for another two years. I mean, he's not. You think he's going anywhere? Uh, I don't know. I saw some stuff on Instagram saying like, "There's no way you could trade that." But I don't think anyone's gonna want him unless he could like prove himself. Maybe this next season. If no one wanted to take half of Kevin Shattenkirk's contract last off season, how are you gonna trade nine and a half million? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, but um, the. The Predators traded that second pick to the Flyers, and they drafted Bobby Brink. Fun oh, fact, yeah. Bobby Brink's middle name is Orr. <laughs> Bobby Orr Brink. Brink. Bobby Orr. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I mean, if I had a son named Bobby, I would make his middle name Orr. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Dude, pretty, I saw there was, a, cool. there was a guy in the OHL right now. I think his name is actually Bobby Orr. Is there? Yeah, I saw it on Instagram. It was like, holy crap, we haven't is this actually Bobby Orr? <laughs> and it was like <laughs> it was like some nineteen year old just like <laughs> That's bloody. But um yeah, uh thank you Reno for coming out. Um it's been a good episode. Pleasure talking to a grimy devils fan. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Anytime. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.